0: I kind of think of myself as a somewhat smart person. And once I have been through something, I can predict how it's gonna be the next time. Like the first time I went on a roller coaster, the next time I went there, I was already prepared for what's gonna happen. But one incident or one experience that I can never predict beforehand is when I'm looking back at my old work. You know, when I write, I write about how I'm feeling in that moment. So maybe the feelings that I felt at that particular time when I wrote the piece is not how I'm feeling right now. You know, if I start writing something right now, and if I start writing something even two minutes after, the two pieces can literally be posed apart. So with that being said, today on The Unscripted, I'm going to be reviewing some of my old work. Now, I recently found this diary or a handbook I call it a handbook because it's like as big as my hand not very smart but it sounds cool so we're gonna roll with it and basically this is kind of like my diary and journals from sixth grade but I wouldn't exactly call it a diary or a journal because I didn't write about my life I, I wrote fictional stories because my life in sixth grade was really really boring I'm not saying that my life is the most interesting thing ever as of today. Obviously, I'm not saying that, but you know, I just try to add sparks of excitement whenever I can. And funnily enough, the way I just said sparks of excitement, sounds like I'm making a recipe for pasta, but trust me, that's not what's going on here. But back to the book, I'm not going to explain how it exactly looks. Because if A, that will be too boring, and B, it's literally a small yellow handbook. Yes, we're still calling it a handbook. With triangles that seem to be made out of a foam-like substance. But the weird part about it, that it's not made out of foam, it's actually really hard to touch to. Okay, moving on from that weird description of the book, which I said I wasn't going to give, but ended up giving anyway. So before reading any of whatever I've written, because I honestly don't know what I've written either. I just wanted my honest reaction to read to what I read and then, you know, just share it with everyone and see how good of a writer I was back then or how bad of a writer I was back then. Who knows? But before reading anything, I wanted to give some background context to this particular handbook. So I remember I got this when I went to a birthday party. Now, don't assume me to be popular because trust me, that's not what I am. I think I just happened to be there. And the reason why I remember this story, this story, not story, book so much is because I was so awkward at that birthday. I didn't know anyone. The person whose birthday party I had been invited to, I didn't talk to them for two years. So it was an odd experience overall. And moving on from that party story, but it had a really, really beautiful pen. Now, don't think of me as a weirdo, I generally do not go around calling pens beautiful. But this particular pen had a very deep green ink, not like something you would find in a navy jacket or you know, like a light green reaping. It just felt like this person, whoever made that pen, just discovered their own new color and added it to the ink because I've never seen anything like it till date and it was like really long and it had a lot of ink which I love because these days the biggest problem I have is pens having really really short ink and it's so annoying that I have to throw my pen out there every second or every other day after you know finishing school for like after six hours but yeah it The pen, I remember the pen more distinctively because of this one really, really funny thing that used to happen to me all the time. As much as I love that pen, I never wrote it in, I never wrote anything with it in this handbook because I remember the moment I would find the handbook, the pen would be lost. And when I found the pen, the handbook would be lost. Okay, enough about the book and the pen and moving on to what I wrote. So, the first page is in big bold letter which says, This book belongs to Aunt Hale. Okay, understandable. Nothing too bad so far. Don't know about the rest though. Then the next two pages seem to be glued together. It seems I have ripped off quite a few pages. Yeah, I seem that I've ripped off quite a few, a few pages. And I can see a little bit of the writing, so it feels like I've written a story, but didn't like it at that time. So now the story has probably been recycled, or in the garbage, or you know, God knows where. Maybe in, maybe even in Elon Musk's trash bin. Who knows? But the point is, um, after this page, there's two pages which, which basically have these threatenings if I can call them they're more like warnings which just said please do not open this book is something that only belongs to me you're being mean and stuff and now this is generally not what I used to write but I remember there was this one classmate that I had who had a similar diary like this she didn't write fictional stories she just she just kept the diary really really close to her and I remember one of my friends at that time was opening her diary and read the first two pages which had like these similar warnings and I thought it was cool so I wrote those down but yeah looking back at it now I don't find anything cool in the first thing when someone opens your diary is seeing a bunch of warnings but yeah so this is the first and probably the only story that I have finished which I haven't ripped off this book has become pretty thin because half the story seemed to be ripped off and the other half is completely empty so yeah the title is my dream poetry my life very cliche title i can all already you know get what the story perhaps means i can already understand what the story probably means you know this one person really likes poetry or something so yeah i could have done better at the title but before going into full criticism mode let's actually read let's start the story now so here it goes my name is alex i already hate that i already hated that literally in the first line of the story the character is introducing himself like he's in some movie or something, which really is, is just a no from me. I used to hate reading. Just thinking about it made me sick. I still don't understand how I am living like I am right now. The grammar in the sentence. Perfect. But let's move on before I start making more ignorant comments towards my past self. My friend was so smart and I was the quote-unquote dumb one who did not know anything. I just wished that school would get over so I could go home and have fun with my friends. I started to write short stories of only 10 lines which always started happy and ended with death. Well, that got dark real quick. Um, now, coming to criticize my work and say what I like about it. Um it's fine, it's not good, and it's not that bad. I just don't like how I took this one person, just because he doesn't like reading, I made him the stereotypical dumb one, and his friends the smart one. You know, I could really give him some character growth, like, you know, maybe I could rewrite the story, and, you know, position it something like, I didn't like reading, but that doesn't mean I'm the dumb one. Just because I don't like reading doesn't mean that I'm stupid. It doesn't mean that I do not have any less knowledge. Me, as a person, that I would not like to personally take out my free time to read on the side. It's just that. And I feel like this is much better than, you know, giving it a stereotypical or a very, very basic character growth. Not even character growth, B- a basic actor, which just the dumb one. and it really just kind of turns off because you know how the story is going to end. But moving on. I got so bored with them. So my teacher suggested me to do poetry. What? I'm saying what like that because it has a bunch of A's. So yeah, I could hardly think of a different type of short stories with at least five lines. I left writing short stories on any form of writing and surely no poetry was always in my mind okay so far not that bad i kind of like the word part if i do say so myself yeah that's kind of cool but i feel like the last time could be like restructured into something instead of saying no poetry was always in my mind that kind of sounds wrong grammatically and also like when you're reading in the flow it just sounds kind of odd at least to me. So I would kind of position it something along the lines of, and definitely I, my mind wouldn't even go to poetry or I wouldn't even think of poetry anyway. So that was just out of the box. Something like that would have been better than, you know, simply saying that no poetry was always in my mind, which is really direct and it just, you know, breaks your flow when you're reading. Okay. I was too ashamed of writing. One day while I was sitting in my park on a bench, I found a poem. Okay. the story is moving way too fast for me to catch up. You you need to give like some sort of background context. He said, I was too ashamed of writing. You know, I could have really dug deeper into this and talked about, you know, how he was ashamed of writing because he felt like he was writing something wrong. Maybe he was scared of writing. Maybe he was humiliated. I, I really could go with this a lot of ways. And if I even if I didn't want to do that, I maybe need to really find a way to segue into the next topic. Because you know, one time I'm ashamed of my writing and suddenly I'm sitting at the park, which is so straightforward. You're like you're so confused because your brain is still, oh I'm ashamed of writing, and then suddenly you're at the park. Maybe I could have found a way to segue this through. Maybe I could have found a way to you know connect the two dots Instead of, you know, putting one point here and then putting the next point after. Yeah, let's read further. I was in my park. Apparently, I own the whole park. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I was in my park sitting on a bench and I found a poem. By which, I mean, it just popped out of nowhere. I dashed back home and wrote it in my rough notebook. I showed it to my teacher. She was overjoyed. Now, I think, I think, I don't remember. I think I was very proud of the fact that I used the word overjoyed instead of the word happy. It's just these little things that I found so, that I found myself to be so proud of when I was younger. And this is not even younger. This is what, like two years back? So, you know, sharing this horrendous piece it's going to be an exciting experience. No, I'm just kidding. It's a nervous experience, and I'm literally shaking. Not because of the gold, but also kind of because of the cold. Okay, back to the story. Okay, the plot is really good, you know. But you know, there's these little addition that I could make, you know, give the give. Alex, that's his name. I literally haven't mentioned it anywhere else except in the start when I say my name is Alex. Yeah, Alex, you know, I could give Alex some character growth. Maybe that would help. And maybe I should transition my points much more smoother instead of, you know, just saying one thing and then saying the other after that with no connection or no context. Over here I see by me, by By which I mean, it just popped out of nowhere. I dashed back home. See, then again, you're suddenly giving the, you're you're giving the plot that you're telling that whoever is reading that, it popped out of nowhere. And you have to explain how or why did it pop out of nowhere. How did it pop out of nowhere? Because before that, I'm writing about how I hated poetry, uh, how I hated writing in general, but poetry, I hated a lot. And then suddenly... I just, I'm talking about how the poem comes. So maybe I explain it later onwards. So I'm going to keep my views to a minimum before I end up finishing the story. Okay. I showed it to my teacher. She was overjoyed. She told me poetry and writing comes with time. Okay. Good. I don't see any problem with this. Um... It's nice. I mean, I could have There's still, you know, when I look back, of course, I was younger back then. And, you know, my vocabulary has changed over a long time. And, you know, the way I, the way I write has changed over a long time. So, of course, this kind of feels a little bit basic to me. But maybe at that time it was good for my age. Who knows? Oh, God, I just realized what's next. This was my first ever poem I had written and um it's free verse so i recently learned about free verse poems which was me and my friends were talking back then that oh my god it's so cool that you don't have to rhyme in every single poem because before that we were just given rhyming poems like they would rhyme glitter with bitter and it wouldn't make any sense because like at the time poetry was to me was rhyming even when it was forced, like, how does one rhyme glitter with bitter? But the point is, this was like the first poem I had written. We had to write a free verse poem or any type of poem. Most people wrote like rhyming poems, base, basic rhyming poems, like how the day was going, what were they doing at that time. But this, But this is when I was just learned what free verse poems were. So I was really, really excited. So, this is what I've written. This is my first ever poem. I'm going to cringe so hard. And all of those who are listening, do not criticize me on this. I was not experienced, alright. I still am not. But here it goes. Quotation marks. <laughs> Why did I say that? The point is, before I need to stop solving and actually read this. I would learn the values of life. Thrive. No matter if your big... Or small, no, 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 I think I messed this up. Um, My handwriting is really, really horrible at this point, and I seem to have scribbled everywhere. So, this is how the poem actually goes I would learn the values of life. No matter if you're big or small, you'll always thrive. Just break the wall that surrounds you. Whenever you're sad, whenever you're blue, remember you can turn the old into new. It's not that bad. I think the second line, which is, no matter if you're big or small, kind of seems kind of forced. Like, good message overall. I really like the last two lines, which is, whenever you're sad, whenever you're blue, remember you can turn the old into new. I actually really like this line. I'm going to use it again. But, moving on with the story. So, after this poem... Then there seems to be these pages glued together, which I am currently trying to open. But um, yeah, the page is not opening. And if I open it any further, whatever I've written is already, some of it has been torn and I do not want to turn it further. So after the glued page, there is this page which says, That's when I got to know poetry comes like a wind and goes like a wind that grammar is so off i'm so mad at my past self it should been. that's when i got to know when poetry comes like a wind no no you know what i should have written is that's when i got to know poetry is like wind it comes and goes suddenly but over here i seem to have scratched what i originally wrote and corrected it like it was any better that's when i got to know poetry come to me like a wind and it goes. I'm so disappointed in my grammar. And it does not come after those few minutes. And now I'm living my dream life poetry. That was a roller coaster ride. Was it that bad as I expected it to be? No, it wasn't that horrible. I remember. A while back where I read this story I wrote from third grade and I absolutely hated it so much that I literally threw the book. Yeah, it was real bad. The story was real, real messed up. But it's not that bad. Like, it could have improvements. Alex's character growth. Someone fix those grammatical errors, please. And yeah. So now I'm just flipping through the book to see what there is. And I found this thing, which is an idea that I still want to continue. So I'm not going to let that out. But it's something that I'm writing that I had this idea back in sixth grade. And I kind of forgot about it in the middle. And then I just found this idea and I really, really want to continue it. And I think I can make it better. But... The piece that I am reading right now is definitely a lot better than the one that, the poetry one with Alex. It has a lot, I feel like I have a lot more control over what I'm writing. So um, I'm just going to read like one line and just show you that how much of a change it was. And I think this was a change of only two months apart I wrote these. But yeah, name one, sat there on a silver metallic chair. As cold as snow, vigorously and uncontrollably biting her nails off. That's a really good description. I'm proud of myself for that. But um, yeah, so I feel like even a matter of two months improved my writing so much, which I'm really, really proud of. So I'm happy that I was able to write that. And talking about more what I wrote in this, there's a bunch of math equations in this. For some reason, I know it was supposed to be my diary type thing, but there seems to be a lot of math equations in here. And most of them is just this one formula, which is distance over time. And I'm not even sure that's correct, because it seems to be crossed out. And I'm not that good at maths these days anyways, either. Okay so i found something i found something my heart beated faster with every step i it's literally that and then a bunch of scribbles and musical notes drawn in orange my heart beated it with it. my heart beated faster with every step i and then it has a small footnote which says what with a question mark i still don't know what i was thinking I even past me is confused what I was writing, but now I'm curious as to what how I can, you know, continue the story. Maybe as a front project I just take this and just start writing whatever I want and see how it goes. Ooh, I found something. It's this uh, little piece, I would call it rhyming poetry actually, that I wrote, I think when my grandmother passed away, so it's looking up at the stars i write you in my stories looking down at the ground i see you in full glory even when i'm home i feel that something's missing everywhere i roam i see your name calling so this was something that i wrote when i was really really sad and you know you can't you can't write feedback or criticism On, you know, something that is so pure. That's something that I wrote when I lost my grandmother. So I'm not going to give feedback about it at all. But I think it's absolutely beautiful, whatever I've written. And then there's a few more pages in which I seem to be trying to master the equation of simple interest. So that's that. And I remember after this, after this whole diary incident... Uh, I started writing online. I didn't write in my diary anymore. I just thought it would be a lot better if instead of writing it on a piece of paper and cramping my hand, I could just type it out or you know, even play a voice recording and mm, the and like Word or Google Docs would capture whatever I was saying. So I just find it so I just found it a lot cooler to you know, just hop online and see and write and create and send it to my mom or my dad to give me feedback but yeah and ever after sixth grade i never really wrote in any diaries or anything i was scared that it was gonna get lost but i was like when it's on the internet it's not gonna get lost And you know like any moment i just suddenly have an idea i can open one tab and start typing so this is all i have written in my diary there's probably a lot that I've torn out I remember this one specific story in which I wrote about this Candyland type fantasy dream thing and I remember I didn't like it at all so I threw it away and I think I threw it away in my school's garbage bin like two years ago so there's no way I can retrieve that story but yeah maybe in the future with with how this podcast go maybe I can make a type two or like a part two of this series in which I actually read out my work that I have written on google docs and on word some of them and compare to how it was different from my writing in sixth grade to my writing in seventh grade and to my writing now so like There's so much progress that I've made over the years. and it's so much fun going back and looking at these little stories and anecdotes, whatever you might call them, and look back at them and see how I should think at the time. It's just, it's just a fun experience. And I had really a lot of fun recording this podcast. It kind of didn't feel like a podcast. It felt like if I was narrating it to a friend. So yeah. That's all for today on The Unscripted and I hope you liked it and I hope everyone stays safe and has an amazing day ahead. Love you all.